Okay, welcome to our first episode of First. I'm Matthew. I'm Madison. Barrett. Barrett, yeah, that's Barrett. my last name. <laughs> We're the Barretts. Um, so a little background and preview of what this is going to be about. Yeah. I was in my final week of my last job. Mm-hmm. We were both in our final weeks of our last job. True. And I felt just some creative juices that I needed. Yeah. So it turned into a podcast. Yes. Um, and so I just felt like I really am sharing advice and doing all all of these things every day in my job. Mm-hmm. If Joe Rogan can have a podcast, why can't I? <laughs> um, so anyways, this podcast is going to just be advice for people at the end of college, in in college, in the early 20s, yeah. um, on life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but really... It started, the name first started because I was going to do this podcast by myself. <laughs> and I was, I'm a first generation college student, a firstborn child. And I felt like I've gone through a lot of firsts in the past two years. Well, and so I didn't know that you had these creative juices flowing. And then I'm checking my Instagram at lunch break and I'm like, what is this teaser Matthew posted on Instagram? I did a like, soft launch. <laughs> a soft launch. Well, you're not hard launching without me. I was like, oh, that's interesting. He's starting this podcast. He's not even in his early 20s anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I also work on a college campus. I also have perspectives to bring. I was like, can I join? Can I be part of this? Um, So here I am. And we've done most of these firsts together over the past two years. Even if one of us was going through something, the other person was right beside it. Yeah. Going through it too. So So we're going to do this together. First from the Barrett. (laughs) um so anyways today's episode is kind of gonna go talk about me Mm -hmm. and my experience and madison's gonna kind of narrate it and i'm the interviewer yeah and she needs to keep me on the rails because i'm (laughs) long-winded no way um and then the second episode will be madison and her experience um and i'll narrate that one it won't be as long-winded because i don't love to talk about myself (laughs) it'll be a five-minute episode yeah (laughs) Um, but then the future, like, we want to just share different topics that we feel like people can relate to. Have people on that we respect, admire, yeah. want advice from. Yes. All the things. So that's kind of the premise of this. Um, and it's supposed to be happen over your first cup of coffee in the morning. So we're yeah. drinking our first cup of coffee of the day. Um, we got this weird creamer that we don't love. But that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you're listening to this, get a cup of coffee. Start Sit back, your day. relax. Yeah, start your day off with it. Let's get into it. Yes. Okay. So, so I'm going to let Madison take the reins. <laughs> so Matthew, you you just finished up your job. You said that. And you were an academic advisor at the University of Alabama. And now you've gotten a new job. What's your new job? Academic advisor at a community college in Virginia. Perfect. And so I just think this is interesting that your jobs are at colleges for your institutions, to your institutions, whatever. You graduated from college and said, I will never, ever, ever step foot on a college campus again. Like, didn't even want to come to my graduation. That kind of, like, you just were not feeling it. So what what changed? What happened? What did you want to be when you were a kid? Like, if somebody asked you, like, Matthew, what do you want to be when you grow up? Great question. <laughs> um, I do want to preface this by saying there was no college 
graduation of yours to even be had. So if you did have one and could have invited me, then I would have come. Okay. Okay. Way to cover um, your butt. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I don't love college. I did not love college. Um, so what I did you want to be when have, you grew up? I wanted from a young age, probably elementary school, mm-hmm. all the way through high school, I wanted to be on TV as a reporter, covering the news, whether that was hard-hitting news, pop culture news, whatever. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> what did you do in high school to like set yourself up? Yeah. So, well, it started in middle school. I okay. started um, a newsletter for my neighborhood, it our was neighborhood, so cute. Madison's. Ha- I, I was, still have them saved. I was on, my on Madison's um, laptop a few minutes ago and saw that she has one on there. But, I mean, if you look at it now, it's so cringy. I mean, I was using Word. and But I was in middle school, so. It's so cute. And there's, like, Comic Sans font. And then, yes, like, and the I, next one's in lime green, but this one's in hot pink. It's and then so I would cute. interview people in the neighborhood or get contributors or whatever. Yes. So, I've always had that creative side to me. Um, and I just And love, you've never been afraid to put yourself out there on a podcast, in a newsletter, whatever. No. I like that about you. Yeah. <laughs> It's interesting. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just have this infatuation with like, if other people can do it, why can't I? Yeah. I guess. Anyway, so I always wanted to be, I just remember sitting on the couch watching the Today Show or Fox News with my great grandma, Baba, and just being like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. So then in middle school, I started that newsletter for the neighborhood. And then I applied and got into a specialty center in high school that was mass communication centered. So we did all things mass communication. Um, And so I'm trying to think. So I knew though. So yeah, I'm going to stop it at that. And you prompt me for the next thing because I'm getting long winded. Okay. But what you were about to say, I think is that you always knew you were going to have to go to college to have this degree, right? Yeah. And so as you're in high school and people are starting to be like, Oh, time to apply to college, time to pick a college, whatever, whatever. What was going through your mind and how did you navigate that? I was not looking forward to it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just didn't even, it just seemed so foreign to me. Yeah. And I wasn't one of those that had any sort of interest in any of the colleges, any college, not even the ones just in state. Yeah. Just didn't watch college sports to have that sort of thing. I'm a first generation college student like you, but you have an older sister at least, but yeah, I mean, I didn't have any, my parents weren't really interested in any certain school. Like, you know, it's not like they were following Virginia tech football or something like there's just nothing yeah. to grasp. So onto. you're starting at square one. You have nothing. Yes. Um, and so then all these, all my friends and I mean, everybody is just, where are they going to go to school? They're going on this tour and this tour. They're applying to this school. They're getting acceptance letters. Yeah. And They're I hadn't roommate. done anything. Yeah. And so then finally, I mean, I guess it, I feel like it was like into junior year, beginning of senior year. I'm like, I guess I have to tour. Like I just felt like I was going through motions. Right. And so I started looking at schools that I felt like I could get into um, because I wasn't a 4.5 student. Not that I was a bad student. I was just middle of the road. You're average Joe. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I don't know. And so I was looking, I went on three college tours and out of those three, there was only one that I could even. It was like Goldilocks. One's too small, one's <laughs> too big, one fits just right. But yeah. did it fit just right? It wasn't like, oh, I love this place, but I was trying to put on an act, I feel like, and, yeah. and be like, I love it. 
Um, it was just the best of the three. Yes. Like I could just, I liked it more than the other two, mm-hmm. but I only ever saw three. And so I never did anything about it. And then it came up to the mm-hmm. last week of the common app being open and to be able to apply to this school. And I went, I remember going to my my guidance counselor <laughs> in high school that week and being like, I haven't applied anywhere. Could I get into this school? Should I apply? Whatever. And just, I was crying in her office. And I think my mom even set up my appointment with her right. that week because she knew I was so stressed. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, you just have to fill out the application and do this and this and this. And I just got so overwhelmed. And I just was like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. And so I just decided that I was going to go to community college. So how do you feel about having to like, everybody else is talking about what four year they're going to. Did you feel like there was a stigma or like it was lame? I was ashamed. Yeah. I was like so embarrassed. Yeah. Because I felt like people thought if you're going to community college that you're stupid. Well, they might think that, honestly. But honestly, everybody also has their head up their butt so much that they don't... Like, they were so like, oh, I'm going to Virginia Tech, go yeah. Hokies. They probably didn't care that you were going to community college. Yeah. But it feels like that in the moment. Yeah. So, that, that was... That was that. That was that. So, you so. show up on community college campus and you start as a general studies student. Yes. And then my academic advisor there who I ended up meeting with was also over like did stuff with the communications like track. Mm -hmm. You could do like general studies communications specialization or something. And so she got me in her public speaking class because I needed to take that for general studies. And then I, she thought I was really good, and then she was like, you should do the mass communications track if you really want to go into be a journalist or do something creative like that. Yeah. And I'd already done some of that in high school in that program I was in. So I was like, okay. So I started doing that. I mean, the track was like five classes. Right. Like, let's not act like it was some crazy right, thing. Right, right. Um, And so I just remember, like, working on this campaign project and doing really, like, I got a special shout out for it and just all this. And so I was like, okay, like, I think this could work. Mm -hmm. But it was more like public relations and like it wasn't journalism news, which is what I thought I would end up doing. It never works out. Yeah. So the Virginia Community College System has two plus two programs um, where you do the community college for two years and then you have guaranteed admissions to the four year Mm -hmm. as long as you've taken the right classes and have the right GPA. Yeah. And so I was doing that. With really, I was only looking at going to Virginia Commonwealth University because it was 30 minutes from my parents' house where I lived. Yeah, and you were going to be a commuter. And I was going to be a commuter, yes. Mm -hmm. And also, through my time at community college and my time, and then I continued once I went to VCU, I was working full-time in retail Yeah. management. So I just knew like that's how to keep it, keep all this going, is I just need to be a commuter to VCU and keep doing this. Yes. And so, um, yeah, so I was still nervous, which Madison will tell you she was too, but the guaranteed admissions, I was still like, am I going to get admitted? Am I going to get admitted? Like, I still just didn't believe it. Right. I don't know why. <laughs> but I can guaranteed. still see in my mind your picture of you in a VCU shirt by the mailbox. Yeah. Go Rams. So yeah. cute. How did you feel, like, actually showing up to VCU and starting out? Not good. There was one. I never like toured VC or anything. It was just, just common sense. It was just like the that's where step. I have to go. Yeah, that's to keep up what I'm doing. 
and to get this stupid degree, which that's all I thought it was, was a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. I have to go to VCU and finish this up. And so I went there for like a accepted students day kind of thing. Yes. So I never did it as like a real perspective. I was accepted at this point. Yeah. And we went and it wasn't very um, in depth or anything. It was just like, okay, this is it. <laughs> like, I don't know. They told you what to take. And I, I remember my mom and I went and then we saw someone else that I knew there and their mom. And we kind of went and filled out paperwork and dropped mm-hmm. things off and, then went and looked at the college on the university campus that most of my classes were going to be in. Mm-hmm. Like I just looked at it myself and walked through, yeah. got a parking pass and left. It was just logistics. It was logistics. And then when you went there, it was kind of just. So then I had my parking deck I parked in every day. I tried to stack my classes on like two or three days of the week. So mm-hmm. that way the other days I could work to keep up the work schedule I had. And I would literally park in my parking deck. The building I, w- I went to class in was right next door. Most of my classes were in that building. Yeah. And I would be camp out on campus all day and go to class, go to the library or Starbucks for an hour, then go to my next class. Like, I just kept that up. Yes. And I was miserable the whole time I was there. I did not make but three friends. Yeah. Um, really one, and then she had two friends. <laughs> um, you just no, got absorbed into I the know. group. And so, I mean, that was it. And I... I, oh, also, I took classes year-round. I never did not take a summer class at in community college or... That's true. Because no one tells you as a first-generation college student, you have to be taking 15 credit hours a semester or you're going to be right. behind. So I was doing 12 credit hours. So I always had to take summer classes too. So I was just burning myself at both ends. You were running on I was. E. Yeah, I really was. And so then I do that... For two years at VCU, and then December 2018, I'm coming up on graduation, and I've decided I'm not going to walk at graduation. And your best friend, Madison, texts you and is like, that's ridiculous. Like, don't you want to celebrate this moment? Don't you want to remember this moment? Yes. I had so, to be like, this is a really big moment. I mean, you so it was like, it. probably like a Wednesday, and graduation was on like a Saturday, Saturday maybe. And I went, and on that Wednesday... I went to talk to someone to make sure it wasn't too late for me to decide to walk. And they said it wasn't. So I went and got my cap and gown at the bookstore and I walked on that Saturday. And I'm very thankful I did it because looking back, I would regret it. And it gave me a sense of closure. Yes. Um, But I remember we took pictures and whatever. And then I was like, I'll never have to be on a college campus again. Peace out. LOL. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I mean, if I stuck my middle finger up, it would have been to college like mm-hmm. I just it I never believed in it even while I was going through it yeah. but it was so stupid you had to do all this to get a piece of paper and that's all I focused on was yes. I need this piece of paper so can you take us through what happened after graduation so I graduated December 2018 and I'd probably starting started applying that fall for jobs like yeah. before graduating right and for two years until beginning of 2020 when the world shut down um I was looking for full-time like a PR job in public relations yeah um because that's eventually what I ended up meandering into at VCU was public relations yeah um because eventually I just was like journalism is not going to work out I probably doubted myself too much like it's a niche field whatever right um so I wanted to keep my options a little more open and so 
I literally, I mean, you said this before. What How was many, I doing? <laughs> <laughs> like other people check TikTok, they scroll, they scroll. You were on LinkedIn, you were on Indeed, you were on job any board. job board that possibly existed, putting yourself out there, trying to get a job. And it just like, it wasn't happening for one reason or another. Like, obviously. Yeah. I mean, looking back, I mean, I believe that God had a different plan. And if I would have gotten something in those two years, <laughs> a lot of things would be different and not good. Um, but yeah. I, I mean, I doubted myself a lot and right. had the most anxiety and depression. And it was a not a good two years. And I kept working at American Eagle full time while I'm looking. And yeah. so if I applied, I mean, I don't want to be dramatic, but I would say I applied for a thousand jobs. I would say that too, because I'm reading all the cover letters. I'm checking the resume for typos. And maybe it was my fault. Maybe I no. left typos on there. And I didn't know what I didn't know. I mean, I didn't realize there was people at VCU, which mm-hmm. even after you graduate can help you with all of that. Yes. Career centers, whatever. Um, and all the support services in place at colleges. I didn't take advantage of my time as a college student. So afterwards, for two years, I left college with no connections, no idea of the services that I could have gotten through college, even as an alumni. Yeah. And so I'm just searching for jobs on job boards, scouring them, applying for anything that I feel like even remotely resembles something I could do. Mm-hmm. And I'd say if I applied for a thousand jobs, I got 20 first round interviews. Yeah. And then I'd say, I most likely never heard back. They fizzled that. out. Yeah. Okay, so then what It's ha- a sweet way of putting that. I didn't get, <laughs> didn't get the job. I didn't move on to the second round. Right. It just fizzled out. Yeah. Um. So what, what happened next? So then in 20... In, in 20, 2020, 20. we started dating. Yep. Finally. Um, that's on <laughs> me, and that can be a future episode. Yeah. But in 2020, we went from best friends to, by accident, what's the Taylor Swift lyric? I hate accidents, except, except when, when it leads to- When we went from friends to this. There you go. So we started dating, finally. Um, and so that was during 2020, COVID. And I honestly just kind of stopped looking for jobs because everyone was getting un- like laid off or yeah. furloughed or whatever. And so I got furloughed yes. um, for a little bit. Because no one was shopping. Because no one was shopping. COVID was- crazy yeah and so I was like this is not so I started volunteering with like doing some volunteer work yeah but I was like I have to be working even though you started ticking you're like I cannot just sit here even though when you're furloughed you can get unemployment I just I could I just I couldn't sit sit. I could not just sit and not do anything and be accepting a paycheck like it just didn't sit right for me and I realized that I had an opportunity to maybe make a change that for myself and so I started doing freelance work I started my own company golden creative services I'm glad you said that because you always say I just started doing freelance work like it was just like no big deal but like you started a company that did not exist you made it and you like made yourself a paycheck in a world where people weren't getting paychecks and it's a really big deal yeah so you started golden creative so I was doing some website stuff social media graphic design different stuff so I um you know, just things in create the creative world that I learned through school. Yeah. Um, and I made connections and met with business owners and whatever to make all these opportunities happen. And then the world opened back up. My job at American Eagle, I took it back, and I was doing Golden Creative Services still. 
and that led into 2021 mm-hmm. and I was going to propose to Madison. Um, and so I did in June, 2021, yeah. but before proposing like in the, between January and June, Madison was like thinking about making a career move. Um, and we'll talk, moves. you're making moves, <laughs> but you, we'll get into her stuff, but, but it's and, just kind of closely aligned yeah, at that point. But she was not really super happy with what her job was and, or just wanted to take the next step. Yeah. And so she went to work in higher education. And so she was just like, where? And I'm like, just apply wherever. And I did. And so we ended up at University of Alabama. Yes. And so you fought, not so, followed, you came with me. Yeah. And I we went to well, Alabama. You, you got the call when we were, literally we got engaged on like a. On a Friday. And you got the call on like. No, that can't be right. We maybe got engaged on like a Wednesday and I got the call on Friday. Friday. Yeah. And so, you know, then she goes, I'm not going to think about it. I'm like, what do you have to think about? We're doing this. (laughs) Like, we're going. Yeah. And so Madison had been to Tuscaloosa before. I had not. And so I'm like, we're doing this. So then it started a three-week friend. We have three weeks to get there for her to start the job. Yeah. Um, And so we got to – everything worked out good. And so when we got the U-Haul and ourselves there, that was the first time I'd ever stepped foot in the state of Alabama – in the city of Tuscaloosa. Any of it. Any of it. But thank God you had Golden Creative because you could just pick up and come. Yes. And you were working at Golden Creative while we were getting settled yeah. in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. And so we're getting settled in Tuscaloosa. And I am I would just be at home during the day doing Golden Creative stuff mm-hmm. um, and working on that. And so that – and I started picking up. And I was like, I need to – I. You wanted human interaction. Yeah. So Madison started her job and I realized I could not be at home by myself every single day. Like I didn't know anybody in Tuscaloosa. I was in a really bad, like it was just a really hard transition. I'd never moved. That was the first time ever moving out of my parents' house. Right. Was when I moved in with Madison to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Yeah. Where I didn't know anyone except Madison. And she had to work during the day, every day in the office. Mm -hmm. And so, um, if you know Tuscaloosa, Alabama, you know the job market is you work at the University of Alabama. Or you don't work. <laughs> or you don't work. <laughs> um, and so I applied. Again, you're just scrolling those job boards. Yeah, I was just scrolling those <laughs> job boards. And I applied for a couple of different Thanks. two jobs there, I think. Okay. And um, I got one. It was very entry level. And it was the best starting off point I could have been at. Yeah. So you met the best people, you had an entry-level job, you did it for like six months, yeah. is that right? Yeah. And then you applied to be an academic advisor. And my, advisor. the people I worked with and my boss were very supportive. Like, she totally. told me from the get-go, pretty much. God put them in your life. Yeah, they did. Um, and I'm so thankful I have those connections. And I wouldn't, if I wouldn't have gotten that job, I wouldn't have ended up where I am now. Totally. And I know that. And so... Um, they knew I was applying for other things, even though I was only there six months because they knew I was ever qualified for the job. Right. So then you get in to be an academic advisor and that's when you start this whole meeting with students every day. Yeah. And so how did your life change when you, like when you were an entry level person, you kind of just like answered the phone, sent people to different offices, whatever. Yeah. But when you became an academic advisor, your job is literally to like sit and talk and have meaningful conversations. And what came out of that? a lot of great student interactions and engagement. And I realized like, this is what I need to be doing. Like I can give back something that I feel like I never 
got or mm-hmm. never took advantage of. Yeah. You can look at it from either way. Yeah. There could have been a little bit of both. Um, but I took this job as an academic advisor. I taught um, an in- what, an, freshman a freshman intro. intro course of, I taught two sections. So it was about 50 students. Um, I oversaw a student organization. I mean, I did a lot of things, yeah. um, but the main job was academic advising. And so students, you know, telling them what to take, but it's also helping them get connected and, you know, keeping them on the right track and hearing a lot of stuff. And so I just made a lot of connections um, with students and I felt like I was able to help a lot of them Mm -hmm. and they want to know your story and your advice. And so that's why I felt like maybe this platform was good for that. It's hard to disconnect like what your advice would be to somebody else without having your story as part of it. So that's why we're here. And I feel like I can be, like, I I know I have my biases on what I believe people should do, Mm -hmm. but I know that that's not for everyone. Yeah. And I feel like I can take that out. Yeah. Like, I feel like I can share my story and then also be a third party to someone else's and be like, well, this might be best for you. What I did might not be best for you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because not everyone's looking to go to community college and transfer, but also not everyone's looking to go straight to a four-year school. Totally. So, and not that that's all that this podcast is going to be about, um, but that's just kind of the jumping off point. Yeah. And so do you want to like wrap up with what's like a big takeaway or like something you would tell students or how do you want to, this is the first time, yeah. so I don't know how you yeah. want to wrap it up. Um, but... I think my, from my story of all of that, <laughs> the co- like to how I ended up back on a college campus. Yes. I would tell students, take advantage of your opportunities. Um, Advocate for yourself. What do you mean by that? That's like a big thing. Things aren't going to be handed to you. Yeah. Whatever point you are in your life. I mean, even if you're 40 years old, no one's handing you anything. You have to take advantage of the opportunities that are given to you. Yeah. So if there's a network. So for example, on this Thursday, I saw something on LinkedIn that I'm very interested in, and it's a webinar. I have to sign up for that, and I have to turn on my Zoom and participate in that. Someone's not doing that for me. Yeah. So take advantage of your of where you are mm-hmm. and the opportunities that you get in that season. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a lot of things that you can just bypass and – just, uh, I'll do that when I'm a senior. Like, or there's a lot I'll of things that are optional. Yes. Like, optionally, you can go to the career fair, but just go. Optionally, you can apply to be a college ambassador. Yeah. Yeah, but you need to just do it. Put yourself out there. It might be scary. I have a student that was in my, that I knew from September to March. Mm-hmm. I guess August to March this past year. And literally... She's a go-getter, and she sets herself apart from everyone. She put herself out for, I think, three things that I can think of, and she got them all yeah. as a freshman. And one of them is going to set her up really good when she graduates from the University of Alabama because it's a four-year thing. And it's going to look so good on her resume. But freshmen are like, oh, I'll do it when I'm a junior or senior. Like, yes. the opportunity might not present itself then. Yeah. So it's just showing. it's just showing up. Yeah. Show up and advocate for yourself. And, like, 
when I'm hearing you say this, I'm like, well, if it was me, I would be nervous to go to a new event. Like, that's not my vibe to, like, go out and put myself out mm-hmm. there. But if you can just pick, like, one thing and just go to one thing and just, like, just take a first step, I guess. Right. Would be how I am to that. And make a connection. I mean, I was just, I'm an academic advisor. I'm not scary. No. But. You don't bite. I had 50 students in my CIS, in my in my class that I taught. And it's like maybe three of them tried to make a connection with me. Yeah. But I could have helped all of them get plugged in or tell them about things or help them with a resource. Not that they all needed that, but most of them just came and left. But the whole class, the purpose was for them to learn how to do all that. So that's kind of negative to end on. But (laughs) really just basically I'm here and I now work out of college. This will be my second one I worked at. I started my next job on Monday. And you like it. And I love it. And I now I don't see myself ever not working in higher education. Yeah. Like I have future career goals and they're still on the college campus. Funny how that works out. <laughs> and I have Madison to thank for that. Yeah. So. So that's your story wrapped up in 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, this was our first episode of First. If you want to hear my story instead, not instead, in addition to... <laughs> Tune in next episode two. Yeah. I don't know what, we don't have a plot, like a dates and times of when things will be posted, but we'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.